Justin Cervillo, Rough Day and Showbiz Podcast. Today we've got a very cool guest. Her name is Elizabeth McIrvin, and she's a podcaster, a producer, and an improviser. Her podcast is called Mystery in the Radio Waves, and it currently has a five-star rating on the iTunes Podcast Store with 30 full episodes that you can listen to right now. I myself have actually been featured on the podcast multiple times, and it's a very unique concept that I personally haven't seen anywhere else and super entertaining. So I encourage you to check it out. Liz also just produced and acted in a short film entitled On a Hollywood Road, which is currently in post-production. She is also on an indie two-prov team called Sweet Tea Vodka, and they perform improv in Los Angeles at places like the Clubhouse and the UCB Inner Sanctum. So she's here with pink hair. Hello, Elizabeth. How are you today? Wet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's raining out. And, yeah, um, a lot. Yeah. We have serious NPR vibes today. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost wanted to cancel, but then I remember I scheduled a podcast and it was raining really bad. Yeah. And people showed up anyways. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I can't. I was thinking the same thing. I think that that's how we all react, react to rain. Like, all right, yeah. today's done. I know. It's today like doesn't snow count here. You're like, it's a rain day. Yeah. Not leaving the house. We're done. Yeah. It's not leaving the bed. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, geez, podcaster. I Tell me, when you have to do a podcast like that morning, what, what is that day like when you have to, you wake up in the morning, what are you thinking about? You know, what are you worried about that you've got to record this podcast? Mm, well, I do try to prepare as much as I can a couple days beforehand, but that's good. Lately I've been a little bit busy. So, uh, I usually schedule my podcast at night. That way I do have time to get things together. Uh, so sometimes I'll still be picking out the script for that day and deciding who I want to act or improvise in different roles and mm. organizing that. So, yeah, I don't know. Plus, I always decide last minute, too. I don't know, because I, I read the play, and then I think about it, and I think about, like, okay, what good what improviser would fit best in this role? And, and you know, just so on and so forth. With, with each role, I think about a lot. And then I'll kind of schedule it. And then I'll be like, oh, no, I think that person would be better over here. And then, oh, no, I think that would work better as a pair over here. So, yeah, I'm always changing things probably until the last minute and I start recording. Oh, dang. And also, I mean, have you ever uh, finding a place to record a podcast? Surprisingly difficult. Oh, my God. Right. Hard. Yeah. So hard. I wish I could have invested just the equipment myself, but even if I did invest in the equipment, uh, I don't know, having like eight to 10 people in my apartment recording would be a little much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's difficult to schedule and have things run on time. I mean, humans make mistakes and yes. uh, are inconsiderate sometimes. <laughs> so just something you have to, I don't know, put up with, I guess. Try not to get too upset about it. Yeah, I think you're good at that. Um, having having been on the podcast myself, you're very good at running the ship, and you're 
you're good at, I mean, if you're stressed out, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I get there and you're like, you're like, Hey, like you're very friendly. And, um, I don't get the sense that you have to, you, you've been juggling this the whole time Yeah. and it's finally happening. I can hide my stress very well. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. Dang. But I mean, it's important to, I also think about, okay, I have to have a positive attitude when I come in. I have to be nice to everybody because I want everybody to be in a good mood mm. and be happy so that they do well. Because if, I don't know, I rub somebody the wrong way and then they get a little attitude or something, then the podcast won't go well. So It won't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so much about the team, especially for your podcast. Elizabeth's podcast is, in a nutshell, it's, she gets an old radio play and then actors do a cold reading of it, right? And then there are improvisers there and they watch the reading and then they do an improvised version of the radio play completely spontaneously. Is that pretty much yeah, what it is? Yeah, that's a pretty good description, yeah. I used to have it where I would only schedule the actors for the radio play and I would only schedule the improvisers for the parody but lately, I think people enjoy doing both. Yeah. I mean, I kind of enjoy doing both. So, I mean, there might be like a few people who only improvise or only act, but it's starting to become rare. And I'm just having people do both, but just with different roles. Yeah. It's definitely dependent on the group. Yeah. You know, so like you said, if somebody is pissed off, um, that's no good. No. Uh, mm, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <I was> gonna... <laughs> you're you're going to ask if that's happened before? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I, I can remember maybe one radio play. If the radio play is a little dry and a little boring, mm. it could kind of slow things down, maybe put a damper on the mood. Yeah. So I've been a little bit more, because I did remember picking out a political episode uh, or, mm. or a radio play. And um, it was just kind of dry. It wasn't as funny and, and silly and ridiculous as some of the other ones I picked. I think it works better when I pick ridiculous ones. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. It's really funny. Just the different language they use and just the oh, expressions that they used back then. It's, it's the best. It feels <laughs> weird coming out of your mouth. It's like, I don't yeah. even know how to make that sound natural. Uh-huh. I mean, what about editing, editing the podcast? Is that, you know, is that, that must be difficult, right? Yeah. Uh, when I first started, uh, I couldn't decide how I wanted it. I don't know. When I first started the podcast, I had never done a podcast before. I'd never edited one. I didn't even really plan it out too much. I kind of just had this rough idea and I was like, I'm just going to record an episode and just see how it goes. I wasn't even planning on keeping it running for a long period of time. Mm. And, uh, I don't know. After I did the first one, people were just like, Oh, it was so fun. Like, let's do it again. And then I just kept doing it and so on and so forth. But, uh, when I first started editing, editing it, uh, it would take me a very, very long time. Yeah. Uh, just editing the play by itself, adding the sound effects and the music because I wanted it to sound like an old fashioned radio play in a way. Um, and then when it came to the parody, I wasn't sure how I would want to structure that either. So you if you do listen to the first couple episodes, you can tell that it sounds really different than hmm. the ones that are being released right now. 
because I've just kind of perfected how I wanted it to be mm. and um, how I wanted it structured. And now it takes me a lot less time to edit it. Still a lot because it's like an hour and a half yeah. of uh, footage that I have to go through and add sound effects and everything. So, yeah, that's fun. I will say you do. You are a master with the sound mm-hmm. effects. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, from doing it, I'll be like, oh, there's a phone that a phone ringing that comes in or like, oh, this ca- other character, I'm talking to them on the phone or, you know, uh, a door slams or something. And and you include all of that. It, it's really good because when, when you're doing it, you're like, oh, I hope that I had the timing. But you work it out so that it, it's legit. Like, yeah. it sounds like you're watching a movie. It's yeah. cool. It's fun. I like making it. It's like making a little movie for real. It is actually, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You kind of went into this, but. If you could think about more normal challenges that happen. I mean, if there's any, like, I know we talked about getting the place to record. Um, Mm, I would say a normal challenge I run into is definitely casting. mm. Uh, Because especially when I'm trying to cast uh, maybe like a top quote unquote top performer (laughs) from a theater like UCB or something like that. Uh, Generally they perform a lot at the theater. Mm -hmm. So I always have to find days where they're not performing or a time where they're not performing um, to get them on and to work with that. Especially when I have multiple, it's very difficult. I have one coming up this coming Sunday, not tomorrow, but the next one that I have, I think like, four uh top performers i would consider wow um and yeah that's the first time in a long time i've gotten uh that many like special guests uh and i think maybe it's just because december and january were fucking crazy with everybody Mm. everybody was like either out of town or getting sick or what have you so it was a little bit difficult but uh yeah the casting is interesting (laughs) so yeah that's a fun part of it messaging everybody and then having to message everybody all the details yeah if there's any questions and if there's like any last minute cancellations which always happens no matter what um yeah so that's fun (laughs) that's fun right and then you (laughs) have to make a just be like hey are you in the area (laughs) just like send a text to all these people you know yeah and so you you produced a short film and acted in it yes Yes, so what uh, what was that like? I mean, what, what what were the challenges of doing that? I, I know you filmed mostly in a car, right? Yeah. Film takes well, place. Yeah. It's actually associated with my podcast because it's based on a radio play. Oh. Yes. So the episode that we did on a country road with Jacob Womack. Oh yeah. Um. Yes, we really liked that episode, and then when uh, my friend Yulia Kirilova, who I made the short film with, and she's also starring in it. Uh, we talked about it and we were like, this would be maybe a little easy to shoot mm. because it does take a place in a car for a majority of the time. Yeah. So maybe it would be easy. And we loved having Jacob uh, do the parody and it was really great. So we just asked him to do it. And yeah, uh, we filmed it around Lake Hollywood Park. Mm. So there's a lot of beautiful views of like the Hollywood sign and the mountains and stuff like that. And the Hollywood Reservoir. So yeah, I like a lot of the shots in it. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, it's it's really good. And I, I was wondering, did you film it in the morning or at night? Well, it was a story that took place from sunset to sunrise. Mm-hmm. So that's how we filmed it the first time. And then we did a couple of reshoots. Uh, one 
uh, in the morning at like five o'clock in the morning and everybody <coughs> was so cranky, like unbelievably cranky. Wow. Well, there was one morning where we had to wake up at 5 a.m. or maybe it was 4 a.m. And uh, Yulia's alarm actually like she slept through like 10 of them or something like that. Oh. And then we had to schedule it for a different day. <gasps> so, yeah, scheduling things at four in the morning is very difficult. So I would not do that. Again. Wow. I got to say, having watched the short... Cause it's in post now and it's coming out soon. Yeah. Okay. So, but I, I've watched the short cause I'm special. Um, <laughs> you guys can see it soon. Um, having watched the short, I think it's, uh, way more cut down than the last time I showed it to you. I I'm think it is. Sure. I, I, there's a link of it. I think on your Instagram, I, it was a trailer. I made two little a trailer. Short okay. Trailers for it. Okay. Yeah. But, but having seen it, um, I didn't notice any crankiness whatsoever. That's actually why I asked. Cause I was like, wait, is this actually at sunrise or like, like I could, I got morning vibes, but I wasn't sure because they seemed completely awake. Yeah. So it was that like a directing thing or just doing enough takes so that they they're awake now or how did that happen? <laughs> mm, well, uh, a large majority of the shots was like having the camera, you know, like in the center uh, facing towards the driver and the passenger yeah. and having the car moving. So, uh, and even when it was still, so there was a lot of, I mean, not a lot, but just sitting around and talking about things before we actually shot something because huh. all of it was improvised. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so there were wow. a couple takes on it. Yeah. So I obviously picked the best ones, but there's some hilarious like uh, <laughs> footage that I didn't use of like Yulia and Jacob bickering because oh, I they bet. were so cranky. Oh, there's very there's a lot of banter. Yeah, yeah. damn. Because I was gonna say, um, it's the acting is really good. I mean, it, it's oh, it's interesting that they improvised it because yeah. I I can't believe that because one I've never seen Jacob Walmack. I see him perform a lot, but I've never seen him do drama. Yeah, and uh, and act on film. Mm-hmm. And so um, they're both really good. I mean, I knew they were good actors, but it, it, it's I think the chemistry between them is what, for me, made the film happen. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah like because sure. they, they're in most of it. And then you come in and, and then everything, <laughs> you'll see what <laughs> well, happens. Away. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the plan is to make it into a feature. And oh, cool. It to be uh, sort of like a relationship drama. Because yeah. That those two characters that uh, we came up with for them and their chemistry is just uh, so good and yeah. uh, crazy. So, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic I would like to see in a full feature. Me too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, really good. Put it out there in the universe. Put somebody, it out there in the universe. Give me money for a feature. <laughs> if you produce. Yeah. This is a person to invest in. I'm serious. The whole thing is planned out. <laughs> hey, good. <laughs> So, Elizabeth, what is your rough day in showbiz story? Hmm. Okay. I think I have a good one. I don't know how good it'll be. Maybe you have two short ones. Good. Yes. Perfect. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, maybe I'll, I'll do this one. Yes. Uh, so, when I first moved here, it was probably, I wasn't even here for two months or something like that. I followed a director on Instagram 
and he posted something about needing extras for a music video. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, this guy seems legit. Like, let me just send him my headshot. Maybe nothing will come from it, whatever. And I sent it to him. And then he actually messaged me back. And he's like, hey, could you be in this music video on Monday morning? It's for so-and-so artist. And I actually knew the person. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this, I haven't even been in L.A. for two months. And I'm going to be in, in, like, a big music video from Instagram? What? Ah. Oh, my God. I was, like, going crazy about it. Then when I got there. Okay. Now I also have to say this is. When I first moved here uh, and uh, before I moved here, I had horrible, horrendous acne, like just oh. the worst. So, of so course, did I. Yes. It's it, bad. It's the worst. Um, and so I after the music video uh, in like a couple months or whatever, it wasn't because of the music video, but I did get on Accutane and now my skin is clean. Uh, so did I. Yes. Yes. Uh, I loved it. But also my hair is thinning right now and I don't love that. Um, But so at the time when uh, the music video was shooting, I still did have really bad acne. So I wore makeup, not a crazy amount of makeup, but I wore it. And the concept of the video was kind of like be who you are, um, appreciate your flaws kind of concept or whatever. So I get there and there's like a lot of, you know, different looking people. Everybody looks interesting, whatever. And at the time I didn't have my pink hair. I just had blonde hair. I I wish I had my pink hair at that time. Right. Um, So I was just like a curvy, blonde-haired girl with maybe a little bit too much makeup on. And they asked me to take it off for the music video. Mm. And I was very nervous because uh, it was like horrible acne day. Like skin was red, like just pimples everywhere. I was like, if I take my makeup off, I will look bad. Like I literally told the makeup artist this. And she was like, "I I mean, I said... If you guys want me to, I will. <laughs> but just to warn you, I will not look good. It uh, will look weird. I mean, people who have bad acne, they know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she went and talked to the director, and he's like, no, it's fine. Leave it on. So we shoot everything. We shoot group shots. We shoot individual shots, like uh, shots with the artists. Like, everything is shot. And then maybe like eight months goes by or something like that. And I am completely cut out of the whole (gasps) entire thing. Not even in the group shots or anything. And I was like, I bet you is because I didn't take off my makeup. And I didn't look like, you know, the kind of thing that they were going for with the video, the concept of like appreciating what you are kind of thing. Right. But I'm not really upset about it because now, obviously, that my skin is clear, I would prefer there not to be uh, photographs or video footage of my face with really bad acne. Mm. So I don't regret it too much because, yeah, if I had done it, it would have been like millions of people looking at my Unmakeup face, right? And, and what do you do then? Difficult like, for a girl. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Uh-huh. But and then it's like, what do you? I mean, could you get rid of the acne then? You know, you'd have to be like, like you'd probably get work, like, like, and that would just be like, that would just be it. You're the person with acne, yeah. Who's like, you know, yeah. Um, not to say that that's I had acne too, so I, I know I took Accutane also, and yeah. um, weird shit, weird stuff, mm-hmm. um. But I know exactly what that's like. And so, yeah, I feel like that kind of discredits being proud of who you are. But that also, I mean, it's good that they didn't force you to take it off. Yeah. You know, but I feel like you're confident in who you are with makeup on. Like what, you know, it doesn't, 
I don't know. I'm a man, so I, I don't... Well, at the, I mean, now that I just have my acne scars, I actually don't mind not wearing makeup too much and showing my scars because a lot of people suffer from acne. It's a very common thing that yeah. a lot of people deal with, and it's truly awful, you know. So I, I actually don't mind that too much. It was just at the time, obviously, when it was like really truly the worst. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not super mad about it. But every time that her song comes on the radio, because it became a very popular song. Oh. I'm like, oh, switch that. She cut me out of her video. I don't want to listen to it anymore. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah. all of you. But I'm just petty in my private life. I don't preach it to people. I actually <laughs> don't tell this story very often. No, that's a yeah. great. That's a great story. That sucks. That is a that is a rough day in showbiz. Yeah. yeah. Who know? Who knew that it, the the solution would have been to make it uncomfortable? You know, it like uh, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't have taken, I wouldn't, if I were you, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. I, no, fuck no. Like, ain't nobody, you know, this <laughs> artist with her clear skin, I beautiful know. complexion. She did look gorgeous. And then she you're the one. On. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't understand, like you've never been out in the real world with cystic acne. Yeah. Like, or if you have, you don't have it anymore. <laughs> There's a reason why I don't want people to see it. Yeah. Well, shit. What's your, that's a good story. What's your, uh, your other story? Uh, so this one is a little weird, actually. It kind of makes me look like a weirdo, but I promise I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so also when I first moved here, uh, I was doing Lyft, uh, because that was a job I could get immediately and immediately get paid. So started driving all around LA and I had no idea where anything was. (laughs) Um, and yeah, it was, it was fucking crazy. So many people yelled at me to, uh, go during the yellow lights, you know, because there's no turning oh. uh, arrows here. That's something I had to learn. Because in North Carolina, uh, there is not a stoplight that does not have an arrow. Like, they don't oh. have that whole, like, go on yellow thing. So that was, mm. like, a thing I needed to learn when I got here. Anyways, so I was driving around Los Feliz, and uh, I pick up uh, somebody and I, as I, I won't say who I picked up, uh-huh. but I'll say who I saw him saying goodbye to was uh, Jason Mansukis. So uh-huh. this guy that I'm picking up, he's saying goodbye to him like outside of a restaurant or something like that, and he gets into my car and I'm like, oh my gosh, did you just say goodbye to Jason Mansukis? Like that's <laughs> the guy from Park and Rec, right? And he's like, yeah, 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 that's him, whatever. <laughs> And uh, I didn't even like the guy who got in my car. He is a celebrity. I just didn't recognize him at first. So anyways, we're driving down the road, whatever, taking him to his destination. And um, I I look at him in my rear view mirror and I actually like see his face for the first time because sometimes I actually don't really look at them, look at them, like especially if it's dark Mm. um, and it's just kind of weird to stare at somebody in your backseat. Yes. (laughs) So anyways, I see him. I recognize him and I'm like, oh you're a comedian too, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I am. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Okay, um, well, yeah, uh, what's going on? How's your day? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. And we're actually like chit-chatting and, and like having a good conversation. I had just gone uh, to a festival in LA. Uh, I forgot what the festival was called. Improv? Um, no, it was a music festival mm. in, like towards downtown LA, like by the art museums. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of it now, but, uh, yeah, I was talking to him about that and then we're like coming up to his house 
or or his neighborhood or whatever. And usually when I do Lyft and I'm taking somebody in a neighborhood, I always ask them this question because it uh, when you're reading a map or whatever, like it doesn't really tell you like, you know, what house you're supposed to go to directly yeah. or whatever. And it gets a little complicated with like duplexes and stuff like that. So I just ask them like, hey, is that your house right there? <laughs> and I meant it in like, hey, do you want me to stop right here? But I think he took it as like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, uh, man. You recognized I was a celebrity and you're asking if that is my house right there. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm oh. so embarrassed. And then as soon as I asked, he's like, uh, no, you can drive me off right here. I'll get out right here. And I'm like, OK, oh, bye. Wow. Have a nice night. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, you so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like acting like a little fangirl or something. And yeah, he probably does not remember it all. Hopefully. Nah. Yeah. But uh, it was very interesting at the time because uh, when I saw these two people, okay, the person I picked up, he's associated with UCB in a way, <laughs> uh. in a way. Um, but yeah, I saw the two of them before I even signed up for UCB or even like knew a whole lot about it. Oh, weird. I actually didn't know a whole lot about it until I signed up for classes. Oh. Um, so then when I actually did sign up for classes, I saw that they both performed at the theater. I was like, was that a sign? Yeah. Like, what? Yep. This is crazy. Like, Ooh. yeah, so it was weird. But hopefully later in my career uh yeah he definitely does not remember but he I definitely, definitely doesn't yeah it was definitely a moment where i was like oh liz you should have been cooler about that should have been cooler i know you don't yeah. realize you're not cool until you realize but you're not cool he wasn't a celebrity then nobody would have thought anything but you know what i'm saying oh, like yeah. if he was just a normal person he'd be like yeah that's my house right there pull up right yeah. there yeah, yeah yeah like yeah you're dude you need to uh like like whoever that was like relax dude we're not obsessed like i'm not obsessed with him it would take a big i'm more obsessed with jason vansugas oh my god if i drove him home woo! yeah oh yeah my gosh. like we're just trying to be be good be good lift drivers here we're, we're yeah. not we're not because I, I make that mistake too if somebody's like oh uh so you going home i'm like yeah why like it's just i don't it's just general mistrust of people yeah. but yeah. At the end of the day, it's they're not. Nobody cares about you. Nobody yeah. cares about me. Nobody yeah. does, mm -hmm. and it's perfect. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a great story. Dang, we're we're so early. We're we're, so we're early. the earliest. We're the oh earliest. My gosh. Um, how about an improv rough day in showbiz? In, oh god. Yeah. So right. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> we got five more minutes right now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, improv. Well, uh, if you're an improviser, you probably know who Will Hines is because he wrote a wonderful book, uh, How to Be the Greatest Improviser on Earth, I believe <laughs> yes. it is called. So, of course, I wanted him as a guest on my podcast, and I performed. I, I never performed in a show where he was in the audience, except for this one time about a week before I was going to ask him. And it was with a mashup team with nobody that I knew. Mm. And uh, I was just like, oh, what the heck? I'll just go and perform. Won't be a big deal. Whatever. Show up. He's also performing on the show, and he's in the audience. It was probably the worst set I've ever done in my life. Nobody was listening to each other. Nobody was paying attention to each other. Uh, it was fucking insane. It didn't make any sense. I was so upset and frustrated, even 
while we were performing, I was oh. like, oh my gosh, this is just the worst. Like I, I literally never wanted to just like walk off stage and leave the clubhouse more than that show. And I was like, oh my God, Will saw me do the worst improv. If I ask him to do his podcast, I'm, he's for sure going to say no, for sure. Just because I was so awful. But I mean, I'm sure he knows better than anyone that, you know, you do as much bad shows as you do good shows. So I asked him anyways, and he said yes, and he was on an episode. So luckily, it didn't end up too bad. Um, let me see if I can. And he was gracious to be there, and did, yeah. and it was, yeah. I mean, it, I, have, I was there, and I witnessed it. Ooh, that's and... another interesting story related to both my podcast <laughs> and my film. Is that okay? So when I scheduled him for my podcast. I sometimes send out little reminders to my guests to be like, okay, you know, it's coming up in two days, still good to go, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, okay, Will Hines is a grown man. He doesn't need me to send him reminders. He might get insulted if I remind him. Like, yeah, I'm girl, like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want to like, you don't want to like poke. You just want to be like, yeah. okay, like low maintenance. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, I think I maybe only sent him a reminder like four days beforehand. And he had actually totally forgot about it on the day. I was ah! messaging him like crazy, like, um, where are you at? <laughs> and like, everybody's there like, oh my God, where is Will? And he came like 30 minutes late. He still came though. Yeah. And I think we did, we did the radio play without him and we're like, just Will, you're just gonna <laughs> do whatever you want, man, you know, and we're just gonna improvise and you just go with it. Uh, so that's what we did. But then he messaged me later and he felt so bad about uh, being late and uh, forgetting about it that he was like, I'll owe you a favor. Like, I'll, I could coach for you one oh. time or something like that, you know, to like make up for it. And I was like, I'm gonna sit on this favor. <laughs> I'm gonna sit on this because... <laughs> I have a favor from somebody that I like and I admire. So let me see if anything good comes up. And sure enough, we're doing the short film and we actually did already ask somebody else to do uh, like the there's radio announcements in the short film. Oh, And we asked somebody else to do it. But then I was like, oh, man, like we could ask Will to do it. Uh -huh. That would be dope. And we did. And he recorded it. And now his voice is in the short film. Yeah. Yes. So even though uh, he was late, it like totally worked out. Everything worked out. It worked out. And the episode, the episode is great. I think it kind of um, pushed boundaries for the show. Cause it was, it was this whole other thing that I didn't realize could happen where if you put in someone who hasn't seen the story, they're just doing improv yeah. based off of what other people are doing so it's like you get a whole other thing that happens mm -hmm. which was kind of nice like just an episode where it's not just the story it's like it's like a, a free yeah, what am that, i saying that one definitely went off the the track yeah it's like a montage based off of it was it was oh, cool yeah, yeah. yeah totally mm -hmm. i liked it it was yeah it, it like it was it made it for a unique episode mm -hmm. very neat so shit, what are you, are you working on anything right now? Upcoming projects? I'm really planning to like a hundred percent commit to my podcast, mm -hmm. release an episode every single week, continue to wow. try to get really good guests. Like I wanted to be like, I mean, my goal is to kind of be like too effing high. I really mm. love that podcast. It's an improv podcast. Yeah. And I listen to it every single week. They have a show every month. <laughs> 
And I don't know, that's kind of like my goal is to be uh, at their like success level. And they do perform at other theaters uh, and do shows at other theaters. So that would be great. Um, mm. I did do a Mystery in the Radio Waves live show one time. I was just going to say, um, yeah. But it's still kind of complicated to figure out. I haven't really cracked how to how to do it right in a, yeah. in a live version. Um, but I'm always, I don't know, I guess I would recommend like following my like YouTube and stuff like that. Yes. I'm always going to be working on projects and filming sketches and stuff like that. Um, and I do a lot, so I don't, I don't, I'm not working on anything at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm planning a lot. I'm planning a web series. So hell yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and the, the on Hollywood road, um, on Hollywood. Yeah. On a Hollywood road. On a Hollywood road. Post-production. Is that going to be on YouTube? Is it going to be on Vimeo? Um, I think we might put on YouTube and Vimeo. Hell yeah. Um, and where can people follow you and your adventures in improv and podcasting? Uh, so for podcasts, you can follow the podcast Instagram, which is Mr. In the Radio Waves podcast. My podcast is just my podcast. My Instagram is my name, Elizabeth McIrvin, and my YouTube is Sweet Tea Vodka Sketch Comedy. But I post a lot of other stuff on there besides sketch comedy. Like if I film something like I recently filmed an improv show on uh, the Metro in L.A. And I edited that and I put that together and I put that on my channel. So if I'm doing something and I'm like filming it and I'm editing it because I really, really love doing that as well, then I'll probably post that up there, too. Yes. I forgot to mention that you also do sketches i forgot to mention that yes i love filming and editing yeah so fun yes elizabeth you're killing it thank you you're fucking killing it that's all i can say i'm trying i haven't gotten paid for anything yet you know what i still have a regular day job so it doesn't matter yeah you're you've got the podcast you've got all the channels improv you're I, I actually your podcast being on it and seeing you do it, it actually inspired me to do mine. So Aww, thank you. Because I was like, oh, like this is, you know, like this is a good way to do it. Like she's just doing it. Just the Instagram and she's just fucking doing it. And that made me want to do this. And I'm glad I did. Well, I listen to a lot of podcasts and what they all say is you just gotta fucking do it. Yeah. And you'll learn. And I did. <laughs> Woo! Yep. Well, you did. You did. And it's getting better and better and better. And I encourage all of you to check out Mystery and the Radio Waves podcast and follow Elizabeth McIrvin on all channels. She's someone you're going to want to pay attention to. I'm telling you, she's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. She's creeping up. She's creeping up. And you'll be the first to know. And she's got a lot of bomb stuff happening right now. So thank you for being on, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. Woo! Yay. Great stories. Thank you. And I will see all of you soon.